Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name's Anthony. And this is Dan. Which podcast? The podcast. The? Oh, we re- wow. We've rebranded. This is no longer Multifamily Investing Made Simple, the one that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate so that you can get started today. In fact, this is now just the podcast. Yeah. What do we, what do we the only about? one that matters. Really. The only one. So go ahead and delete every other podcast in your subscription roll and yep. listen up because today we are going to talk about the best value add amenity or value add strategy or tactic for let's go with strategy strategy best way to add money to the NOI to the bottom line I like that boom and this is going to be like a battle royale right I just told you this now is like yeah, I brought a, a weapon I don't know what you what you're working with <laughs> uh you have a pen in your hand is that your weapon um that's one of them <laughs> what's, what's the other one I also got a shank on my ankle you got a shank yeah you should wear these boots. Dang. This is why you got to watch on YouTube because uh, things get a little crazy. The audio is great, but... Have you always had a shank on you? No, I don't actually have a shank on me. Okay. Well, <laughs> all, I, all I'm doing is carrying uh, two guns loaded. Are those street legal? They are not concealed. Are they, they are They are not registered, but... <laughs> Anywho. Okay, so let's let's talk about these value-add right. strategies. You You were talking about one before we went live. I talked about one very, very briefly. Let's share it with the listeners and make a compelling argument for why yours is better or mine is better. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do you got? All right, my uh, most exciting and and I think best type of value-add thing that you can do to a property, and this is really more so for uh, more urban properties where land and space and and parking is is a, a very valuable amenity. And around our area, if you just have a parking spot and a parking lot, not covered or anything like that, um, and it's off the street, you can get an easy 75 bucks a month. And we're talking C plus, B minus class housing. Um, and that's We're talking really Hondas right. and Toyotas. Right, yeah. right. Uh, garage, we could easily get 100 or something. Now, if you go to a new build class A, you know, those numbers are going to be higher. But for what we're working with, mm-hmm. 75 bucks, easy, all day long, if you've got an off-street parking spot that you can rent to a resident. And if there is not already uh, parking on a property, but you add it, uh, you can create revenue out of thin air. And you'd be surprised how inexpensive it actually is to throw down some blacktop and some stripes and generate some new revenue. So to articulate this, um, a lot of the deals that we look at, we're going to be spending anywhere from like six dollars to $8,000 per unit, sprucing up a unit to get the rent up maybe 100 to 150 bucks or something like that. And that's well worth it. We love it. We'll do it all day long. But you can spend about 7500 bucks a month. And this was done on one of our properties right before we bought it from the seller. And he was giving me the, the skinny on this deal. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. Spend mm-hmm. about 7500 bucks putting down some blacktop and some stripes on some, uh, some land right next to the building that wasn't being monetized. And he was able to fit about 10 parking spots on there at 75 bucks a piece. So for 7500 you can add an extra $750 a month in revenue. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you go throw that money into a unit, you could probably get $150, maybe $200 extra if you're lucky. 
Um, but that's going to really juice up that NOI. Yeah. Parking is one of the sweetest things you can add, but you're not going to find that opportunity every day. Yeah, this is a good one. This is in terms of if you can add that to the NOI from a valuation standpoint, that's what's huge. What's what's seventy five hundred dollars a month at a at a six cap, let's say that's. Yeah, let me do the math. Was that fifteen dollars per one? And you got you got to throw a margin on it. So we'll yeah. say it's seven fifty a month. Maybe like ninety thousand of value. Eighty thousand. I'm just I'm doing math in public off the top of my head. Right. So you're looking at about nine grand a year gross, um, assuming that you're operating at like a forty five percent expense ratio, let's say you keep um, uh, 55% of that. So you're operating at like a 45% expense ratio. Uh, that's about an extra five grand divided by six cap. That's 82 grand. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty or close. 75, or $7,500 invested, 82,500 created. I like it. Value. Yeah, that's, it's a really good one. Now, my, my issue with it is that you do need space. Yes. You got to be able to make this happen. And, we'll, and maybe you already have some parking. A lot of times what I've seen when we've toured properties, it's, the parking is just laid out really inefficiently. And so just even putting a little bit of thought of like, okay, just because this is how it's always been, does it have to be this way? Or could we redesign this in a better way? Yeah. Maybe we could even just being able to fit like two more cars in there. Well, another thing you could do is there's some, sometimes you'll have just a, a, an overly large parking lot. Like yeah. we've got one of our properties, uh, one that we just refinanced. It's a 32 unit building. I want to say there's actually like 35 or 38 parking spots in the lot. And so we don't really get income from that per se. But what we could do is there's so much room as we could build some garages. Totally. And maybe there's only 10, but we could easily get 100, 150 bucks for those. Yeah. And there's still space have just sitting there parking. otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. My Okay. So my, my counter argument for the better value add technique or little money making strategy here. These are fighting words. Yeah, well, Strong get your shank ready. Um, I'm cocked and locked. Okay, so mine is something called Trash Valet. The heck and, is that? We, I, don't, I don't think we've actually used Trash Valet. No. But, no. Um, this, but a number, yeah. of, number of properties that we've, we've walked and owners that we've talked to, they do do this. And I've always thought it was really interesting if you can make it work. And I don't know why you wouldn't be able to make it work. Maybe on certain asset classes or size of buildings, it would be very inefficient. But the theory behind Trash Valet is it's a company that comes in for a like a monthly subscription fee that's billed directly to the resident. The resident, all they have to do is put out their garbage outside their door, and then the trash valet people will come through once a day, twice a week, whatever, and take their garbage out to the dumpster. And that seems like a really stupid small thing, but for me, I know like if somebody, if, I, if all I had to pay was 20 bucks a month and somebody's gonna come and take my garbage outside, I, I would do that. Now, what's really cool about it, the reason I like it, in a theory is because it's like a pretty nominal amount of money charged to the resident. It's like, I don't know, 20 bucks maybe. And we don't do anything. There's no outlay of cash on our part. We just get a cut. So for, you know, if that's 20 bucks being billed monthly to a resident, then we get maybe like five, right? So that's, that's pretty much free money just giving for giving these trash valet people the opportunity to collect people's garbage, which I think is really cool because now it's like instantly from day one, it's it's in the black and you're making money. Now it's not going to be nearly as much as a parking lot. That's the downside. It's like even yeah. if you had like 100 units and you figure maybe 20% of people go in on it and it's like you're making five bucks per, okay, another 100 bucks a month, not a ton, but uh, cool value. Yeah, I think this one is going to be especially useful uh, with the, you know, the A-class or, you know, the higher price point uh, types of properties where people 
will say, hey, oh, 20 bucks a month and I don't have to pay, take my trash out. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody who's making, um, you know, 40, 30 to 40 grand a year, um, they're going to say, no, screw that. I'm going to take my, my 20 bucks and I'm going to take my trash out. So right off the bat, if you don't have a, a, a property where the, you know, the income is such that people would be excited about that, mm-hmm. probably not a great one. The other thing that I would perceive as being an issue, and this is just from not really having any experience with this personally. We've never actually tried. It's a cool concept. I've never seen it really executed is, are you just going to have like a bunch of trash in the hallways on certain days of the week? Might be. Could be. Which I could imagine producing some. Maybe you put, maybe you have like a bin out there, but I could see that being an issue. Here's another idea. This is kind of, okay, this just came to me. I don't know if anybody actually does this, but what if you had a building wide dog walking service or dog watching service where maybe it's like 20 bucks per resident. And then we have a contractor, a dog walker who, you know, comes and walks everybody's dog once a day or something like that. Again, this is probably, you know, in a class B yeah. or higher space. But um, I, in my building that we just moved into, like I haven't been in an apartment building for a long time. So like I'm seeing dynamics now and there's this guy, there's this guy, he makes like um, six, five, six thousand dollars a day just walking dogs they have like 20 at a time you know he's walking like 40 he has like two employees like yeah. but he's like they're crushing it and just walking dogs and yeah. so people there's money that be made there yeah definitely i think that's definitely a primo opportunity to form a relationship with a local maybe a little, just a little mom and pop operation like that or you go and you find one of those um uh like doggy daycare type places yeah which, you know, most places that are kind of trendy are going to have that where you can like leave your dog for a week while you're on vacation. Like I'm sure there's a lot of partnership opportunities there. Totally. Kind of stuff. So those are some value add options. So you got the parking lot, you got trash valet, you got, you got pet concierge. Um, I think the world is your oyster. You just got to be creative and think of like, how do you add value? Even if you're not making money off of it, I think some of these amenities, the value that you add is to the resident's experience. Yeah. And then they don't want to leave. And then that cuts down your churn, which is awesome. So think hard about like other ways than just boosting rent to get more money. Yep. That's too easy. It's too easy. You got you to gotta play the game on hard mode if you want to be in the big leagues. 100%. Um, that's going to do it for us. Anything else to add? Yeah. That's all we got. All right. Go that is the end of the podcast. Go ahead and push stop. And then that little double arrow and then vertical line thing that then takes you to the next episode. Go ahead and do that right now. And goodbye. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.